0: You are Locked On Texans,
1: your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, or good night. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Locked On Texans podcast. I'm your host, Cody Davis,
1: and to my left is... John, some sports guy, Hickman. I'm just so happy to be back today, talk some sports. Get the show out.
0: Yeah, let's let us keep it going. Now, yesterday before we left, we talked about the Texans not being able to lose a couple key guys. Remember that, John?
1: I do remember this. And
0: what happened as soon as we finished hitting record
1: on our laptop last night? Breaking news. Texans lose Kareem Jackson to Denver.
0: Boy, and
1: that happened... Like, immediately after we finished the show.
0: Exactly. And then, to make matters worse, that that news came, what was it, like an hour after we got the news that um, Matthews had signed with the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: Right. So, it just seemed like the two players that they needed to hold on to. At least one of them. At least, yeah. At least, like, if you lose one, okay, we get the other guy, vice Mm -hmm. versa. Both of those guys are out the window now. Out the door, rather.
0: So our secondary is looking pretty, pretty, you know, it it was looking bad, you know, for the moment. But thankfully, um, today I would like to say the Texans had a pretty, a pretty solid free agency Uh, day,
1: right? Would you agree with that? I was happy with one signing, which I know we'll get into for the next segment. Don't want to bust right out the door with everything. But the other signing, it did not make sense to me considering the history of what needs to happen for that guy to succeed. Um, which, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to discuss it. I guess we can kind of give these guys a little water break. Yeah, Go yeah. Go buy yeah. the cooler, get you some water, get you some Gatorade. Don't drink that Haterade. And uh, when we come back, let's talk about some of the free agent losing signings and losses for the Texans. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. Perfect. Welcome back from the other side of the break. Locked On Texans Daily Podcast. Thank you for lending your ears for twenty-four to thirty minutes per show with us on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and uh, Facebook as well. We have the Facebook up and running. Uh, Locked On Texans on Facebook as well. Follow the page, friend us. Let's get some interaction. I asked one of the uh, just you know tweeted today. What's going on? How you guys feeling about the Texans' free agency? And uh, one of the guys just tweeted back, like, I'm waiting. It's a waiting game. Do something. And I agree. They missed out on some of the linemen that they could have gotten to to improve the offensive line, which is needed, super needed. Uh, And even some of the bigger names um, that they could have went after. But we know Earl Thomas is still out there. I definitely think Earl Thomas is at a place in his life where he would like to come back home. I don't think the Cowboys is that. I don't. I think <laughs> Jerry Jones came out and said that they like the guys that we have on their roster. Jerry is a, business, a businessman. That could have been a business move. We don't know. But I still think the Texans should at least get in and throw their hat in the ring for Earl Thomas.
0: Yeah, and I 100% agree. And um. I'm glad you mentioned Earl Thomas because you know I touched on it on our show yesterday um on our very first show yesterday on the podcast and I talked about how if we can get Earl Thomas at a good price because he is coming off that fractured leg so and he already came out and say he wants to be the highest paid safety in the league so that automatically puts him at what 14 million a year right so i feel like that might be too much especially for a player who's coming off a major injury like that but if we can get earl thomas if we can get him to drop the price to somewhere like between 10 to 12 i think um i think that'll be a big signing for us and not only that I think DeAndre Hopkins also liked it. I don't know if you saw his Instagram, but somebody photoshopped a picture of Earl Thomas in the Texans jersey, and you know Hopkins liked it. So, so know, maybe he
1: knows something we don't know. I love when these people detective like that. You know <laughs> or who's locking who, and I think somebody shares an agent. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe somebody shares an agent, but I love when people go IG detective you know who likes what picture to see if they like what's going on yeah you know
0: so but you know like i say earl thomas is it's a risk but at the end of the day if we can get him you know if the texans can get him from 10 to 12 million
1: man that'll be huge especially with us losing um honey badger on yesterday and and the thing about it is when we look at what the texans have right now excuse me At safety, we know they have. I believe a future All Pro with Justin Reed, Mm -hmm. and right now they have Gibson. They just signed, and they Mm -hmm. also have Andre Hall. So when we look at that, you sign Gibson. He's the guy you got him for cheap, seven point five a year around that range, and he's really good. I think that is what takes him takes Earl out of the equation. Yeah. Um, So and now he becomes not needed because we got a guy we feel we played against. We know how good he is. Mm-hmm. We've seen him at least on two occasions. Lock down Grunt. Lock down Zach Ertz. We don't need Earl. Yeah, and that's what we need. So
0: I wouldn't necessarily say we don't need Earl because I mean, if he come on a good deal, then hey, I- I'm taking him. Why not? <laughs> but but at the end of the day, I would I would like to I would like to think that the Texans they bounce back pretty good after losing Jackson and Matthews. So now with our secondary looking, you know, kind of good. The Texans also have other holes to fill. So, yes. outside of the secondary and, and maybe away from defense as a whole, what other positions do you
1: want to see the Texans go after? First and foremost, you know, I touched on it. I, I, I You know, with the offensive line, that's something that on the next show we'll be able to, do, to discuss a little bit more. Who mm-hmm. can they go? Because I believe quality is gone, so now you have to look at quantity, slim pickings. But right now... I would like to see a running back. Lamar Miller is a guy who's older now. Uh, I believe the Texans will look to release him, maybe reconstruct his deal or just release him. I'm not sure, but we'll look into that. I think there's a guy down I-10 who's getting out. He's getting out, he's getting Chill. out, he's getting out of Bourbon Street, I think the Texans should go after Mark Ingram. At least throw your name in that hat. You have the money to do it. He fits everything you want to do. Do you want to hand the ball off to a runner who can run between tackles? Yes. Do you want to dump it off to a guy who can make some moves and get you a couple yards? Yes. And he's of age, so the asking price won't be as high as if it was three or four or five years ago. So that's he's one guy on my list. What about you? Um. Honestly, it, of course, you
0: know, the running back position, because I don't. And I do mean I don't want to see Mark Ingram leave my beloved New Orleans Saints. That's right. I'm a Saints fan. So, But, I mean, hey, if he do, then, hey, why not come down I-10? I can still root for you that way. But in my eyes... <laughs> But in my eyes, I would like to see the Texans go after a secondary receiver Um, because I felt like last year when the Texans traded for Thomas from the Broncos, I felt like that was a good deal. But unfortunately, he tore his Achilles and that ended his year. So as good as DeAndre Hopkins is, we need a secondary receiver. So I feel that the Texans should go after Golden Tate.
1: I, I feel like, like yes, Golden Tate is yes.
0: a solid secondary receiver. Cause think about it. You have Deshaun Watson in the pocket. You got Hopkins on one end and Tate on the other end. John. That that's that 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 looks pretty good, man. I don't know about you. I mean, Tate's he recorded 74 receptions for 795 yards, um, four touchdowns. You know, it's not, you know, eye popping numbers. But in this system, especially secondary, man, I,
1: that that'll be nice. I love that suggestion of signing Tate. Here's why: we always want okay, Will Fuller, Will Fuller. But the thing about Will Fuller is we know how good he's on the field, mm-hmm. but we rarely see him on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no shot to him; he's still on a rookie deal. When you, he can come back, it won't be expensive, so you keep him. Uh, when you look at Tate. He's a guy that can be a solidified number two. And what will kill you if you go up against the Texans, if you have Hopk on one side, if you had, have Tate on one side, if you have the guy who's on the game, in the, on the field sometimes or not, Fuller, that is scary. And
0: I also think if they was able to sign Tate, this will also um free up Fuller to stay healthy because... With Tate, he's now going to be the third receiver. So, at this point, he's not going to be called to do as much. So, Well, I think if you get Tate, he'll become the second receiver.
1: Simply off of... Tate? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So,
0: I'm saying I'm saying, Will Fuller would, would drop down to, to the, third the third receiver. Therefore, you're
1: not relying on him to do so much. In other words, he has a better chance of staying healthy. And I like that because you're not going to rely on him to do much, but your expectation for him to do much will still be there because we've seen what you're able to do. My last free agent signing, I I, I think, is needed now, especially since you got Roby at nickel. You have to look at Steven Nelson. Mm -hmm. Steven Nelson is a guy that had uh, 68 combined uh, tackles last year and four picks. I just think he's a guy that, from Kansas City, go get him. Still young, 25 years old, uh, and 68 total touchdowns. Those four interceptions. Fifteen pass deflections. Go get them. Go get your cornerback.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So I think if the Texans if they can luck up and get any of those guys that we just mentioned, it's a they, step in the right direction. It's a step in the right in the right direction, and not only that, I mean this team is going to be dangerous in the um, AFC. I mean we saw what they did last year. So the Texans they got the money. We just they just need to find a way just to sign that right player, rather it's um somebody like Tate Earl Thomas um. As much as it hurt my heart, say it, Mark Ingram. Say it. But Like it. I say, he could just write up I ten like I did. And hey, you you still I can still you root still for you. Watch him. You know, you I can I, I could still watch him, but because they are in the AFC, let's take a trip. There's a big move. We that got our just plane happened. tickets ready. That just happened, and I'm pretty sure by now, um, you guys probably heard about it because I'm pretty sure it's. Taking over ESPN, Fox Sports, Bleach Report. All locked Lockdown Podcast locked Network. On podcast Network. You can argue that sports.com. All of it. So, on the other side of the break, we're going to get into a team that's cold, but it's not really cold no more. It's hot up. It's hot it, now. It, it, it's hot. So it's hot now. All that and more on the other side of the break. You know, John, I got five words to say to you.
1: Let's hear them. This is for you. <laughs> if you guys don't know by now, we're not even doing we're doing a show on a plane right now. We we need to add some plane uh sounds. Right no, now. No, forget
0: that. We need um some hot fire. No, we need a bomb. We need, we need bandwagon of noise. You know that choo choo cuz you know they got a whole bunch of seats. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Boy. So, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, which is if you don't know, it's kind of odd. By the time you listen to this, you will know. The Cleveland Browns traded a first-round pick, mm-hmm. a third-round pick, mm-hmm. their second-third-round pick at that, and Jabril Pepper. So, I guess the Giants do get a safety back for <laughs> O. Dale, Dale Beckham, Beckham Jr. Oh gosh. We had to talk about this today, guys. And what better way? This is the Texas podcast. This is an AFC team. And it's just a trip around the AFC, which is something we kind of make want to have a theme mm-hmm. on or maybe on, like, on Wednesday, the trip around the AFC, um just to get news. But my goodness, Cody, on a scale of one to ten, how soft are you? I'm like a 20. I mean, we heard the rumblings, okay? Yeah, it's, it's been going it's on. It's been
0: going on for what? Since last year, you know, should the Giants trade Odell? Should the Giants trade Odell? Should the Giants trade Odell? And it's one of them situations where you, uh, probably not. They're going to hold on to Odell because, I mean, they're bad, but Odell is selling those tickets right now.
1: Especially considering they just gave him that contract extension.
0: Exactly. That's the worst, That's the most shocking part of it all. That's like Blake Griffin. That This is worse than Blake Griffin. This is... Because at least... No, listen, but they gave him an extension and then, then traded him. They traded him. Before playing the game. Like, with Blake Griffin, it was like, okay, it's like the writing is kind of on the wall. I kind of felt feel like that they were just doing that just because, you know, everything he meant to that, that city. Hey, you get your money, you can go.
1: But Odell... Oh, you can't Blake they Griffin, did, to, Odell, back like that. You know, it's you, just... Is, has Odell <laughs> even reached his peak yet? I, personally,
0: so... <laughs> That's the that's the next part. At least with Blake Griffin, he was past his peak.
1: The thing about this Odell trade is I, for one, thoroughly don't believe the New York Giants uh GM gentleman, which that's his name, knows what he's doing. Landon Collins goes right out the door. He's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. He's an all-pro sec uh all pro um safety. I thought that was bad. He he was a guy that uh, a couple years ago, finished I believe second or third in the defensive MVP race mm-hmm. at safety. Yes, you let him go in the prime of his career 25 years old, mm-hmm. and then now you trade Odell to the Browns, and you if when you look at what that means, let's take this back a moment to what's what happened with AB. What the Giants did was a, a business decision. So, when players start making these business decisions, and I'm so happy for Odell because, for one, let's look at this. You're on a roster now with your best friend,
0: yeah, Jarvis I Landry. The, I was about to say, I mean, this, yeah. is, this isn't like a bad thing for Odell. I mean, no, not for him. He, he's going to a playoff team,
1: uh, for sure. Well, we don't know what the Browns are going to do yet because it's on paper. It's on paper. We got to see what they're going to do in the AFC. Maybe a little bit tougher this year. But let's look at Odell, what he has now. You're going from a team that was so wishy washy on keeping you, not only keeping you, but a team that was choosing Eli Manning over you. Eli, 38 year old, 39 year old Manning over the best player, the, the biggest superstar in the NFL right now. They chose that quarterback who hasn't done a, a lick of squat for you and your team. Over you. You're going to a team with a young quarterback, Baker Mayfield, who had one of the best rookie seasons as a quarterback we've seen in history. You're playing with your best friend, Jarvis Landry, who you play at uh, LSU with. You have other weapons around you. Not saying that the Giants didn't have players like Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram, but you're coming to a team where not only do you have Landry on one side, but now you will have Antonio Callaway out of Florida who had a decent rookie season last year. He can go in as a third slot. You still have David Njoku who's going to be able to help you out if he produces, and you're going to be able to help him out if he produces. So you're going to a similar situation on second and third options. And then now you have a quarterback.
0: Thank you. That's what I wanted to if, say. If
1: it breaks down, oh he can gosh. use his feet. He can find you. And now you have a running back. Not, not to say you didn't have a Saquon Barkley last year because you did. But now the Browns, you have Antonio. No, sorry, you have uh, Kareem Hunt, and you have Nick Chubb. And on the other side, you have Ov, who was just traded to the Browns. You play with him in New York. He's on the Browns. They also have Sheldon Richardson on top of Miles Garrett. This team looks very scary, and I'm just I. I it's I'm excited, Cody. I'm and, excited. And
0: but all will let you just say you have the audacity to question whether this team gonna make the playoffs. Well, it's I I've, get what you say. Come on, I have
1: John. to see 16 games. I
0: understand that, John. But come on, man,
1: I have to see 16 games. And Odell, if if, if Antonio Brown just got his extension when he got traded from the Raiders because they gave him another 30 m's, 30 million dollars, Odell's gonna look to do the same.
0: So, let me ask you this. Where does this put the Texans now in the AFC race? Because before, the way, outside of the playoff game that that the Texans had last year, I would say that the Texans were at least, you might not agree with me, a top four team in the AFC going into this season. Now you look at what the Browns did. How does that affect the Texans now?
1: I don't necessarily think it affects the Texans too much because – the, first, you have to worry about your division. You win your division, you you're in the playoffs. The
0: division the has division gotten, has
1: gotten tougher. Tennessee has made some Jacksonville moves.
0: Jacksonville with Nick Jacksonville Foles. do sleep
1: on that boy Nick Foles. Indy is going to look to improve. So the whole div- the division as a whole has gotten better. Uh, the thing about it is, well, you may, the the Browns may not affect the Texans, but what can affect the Texans? To bring it back to them is while other things are getting better, you sleep. Not to say you didn't sign a, a, a key guy like Gibson. But if you look around the rest of the division, which is something we can touch on later this week, compare what's going on in the division for the Texans. When you look at the coach, you look at you look at um, Jacksonville, you look at Tennessee, what are the Texans doing? Not nearly as much. I believe Tennessee... They got more weapons for uh, Marcus Mariota, and, and they got some protection. They got some defense. You look at what's going on with Jacksonville. Jacksonville for the last few years, especially with the defense that they have built, believe one thing, Cody: they're QB away.
0: Yep. You and go and get a they guy. They got it with Nick Foles. You get a
1: guy. You give him fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's high expectations. Yeah, and he so, gonna he
0: gonna deliver too. We'll see. Don't don't sleep on. Don't you want me to drop my nickname? We, no, please you want no. me to drop my nickname? Please Nick not. the Goat Bowls. That's right. I said it.
1: These people don't need to hear that. Nick
0: the Goat Bowls. Jacksonville, baby.
1: Over under, what do the Browns do this year?
0: <laughs> I d- At least AFC title game right now.
1: AFC title game? I'm oh excited, Joe. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, first excited. Emo- it's first emotions in okay,
0: March. Ask me this. What? In a July. random day in September. September. After we've seen a couple games. Okay. Now they five and annoyance by September, then. I feel I'm so happy for Cleveland, though. Can we just take a moment just for everyone to be happy for Cleveland? I'm super excited. This is a city who have gone 0 in 16. How many times? At least two out of the last three years. You had Hughes Jackson. You only had one good thing to come out of Cleveland. His name is LeBron James. He left you not one once but twice. And now, they're basically the hottest team in the NFL right now, John. Yeah. Cleveland.
1: This, this news is crazy. Cleveland. Um, Cleveland. I, I, I text my sister who went to school in Cleveland. We're getting our tickets Cleveland. to go.
0: Like, I'm, 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 I'm just, just so happy it's, for it's the a, city.
1: It's a feel-good story. It is. Nobody even died the, or nothing. It's just a feel-good story. All the heartbreak
0: that this team has gone through. Even you go back back in the day with Jim Brown retiring just to be an actor. The way they lost the original Cleveland Browns to Baltimore, and it's you, it,
1: Cleveland. Do you, re, do you remember draft day? The Cleveland Brown movie where they made all those trades and improved their team drastically. Yes, this is this similar is, this to is that.
0: basically that.
1: Uh, before we get out of here, man, what are we gonna what are we gonna leave the people with?
0: It's Cleveland, Cleveland. <laughs> that's, that's you know what? Locked on Texas. This is the 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 Cleveland edition.
1: That's not a Cleveland <laughs> the edition. Cleveland. Um, guys, whenever you listen to the show, this is John Some Sports Guy Hickman. On the right of me is Cody Davis. Fans react. You know, I know we're not the guys that you were initially uh started to listen to, but we just want to feel their shoes, their role, and expand. We want to hear from you guys, right, Cody?
0: Yeah, you know, let us know how you know you like the show. You know, let us know if we scream too much, argue too much.
1: Whatever you think that needs to change. Um let us know. You may be able to get a, get a, get a slot on the show. This is the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Until next time, go have some fun, listen to some sports podcasts, and stay safe. You are locked on Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.